0: Hey guys, so today you and I are going to talk about quitting your job. So let's get into it. So the question in question was a little bit of a story. Hi Frederick, I hope everything is good with you. I need some advice on a situation that has happened at my work. So I've been working at this company for about three and a half months and I think that the company is great and most of my co-workers are nice. I have a Adjusted to my position very quickly and my boss has a lot of confidence in me. However, one problem that I have is that I work with a co-worker who is considered to be a front-end guru. He has been working at that company for about four years and he always causes a lot of problems for me in my code reviews. But I have to go through him because he takes all the major decisions within Fronten. Let's see here. Uh, due to the fact that I'm primarily primarily hired to help him with his frontend tasks, he, he I, all code reviews has to be reviewed by him. He's extremely pedantic about the code reviews and often just points out minor things that uh, aren't really wrong, but are part of his, uh, is his personal preference and he also often delays doing the code review to the very last minute and in some cases he delays it so long that I only get the feedback five minutes before we do a code freeze and then I have to patch my changes in and it causes more work for me. I usually am a very, I'm usually a very calm person, and I very rarely complain. But this is bothering me quite a lot. On the other hand, I've also been in contact with a consult, a manager for a consultancy that I admire a lot, and they want to have a, they want to meet me, and they want to have a meeting. Uh, My concern is that it might look bad that I've only been at this company for three and a half months, and I'm wondering whether or not. I should let's see here. I wonder whether or not I should stay at my current company or if I should go to the next one. So this is of course a little bit well I I'm just going to give you my thoughts on a few points here that you've made because I think that are multiple things going on here. So first and foremost, the thing to address is the the whole idea that okay you've only been working at your current company for three and a half months yes sure that's not the thing that it, that's not something that looks all that good on a CV definitely not uh, but it's not it's not a deal breaker if that makes sense you have to remember something that the it all comes down to the explanation and the like the the big picture if that makes sense so if you have let's say for the sake of argument that you had Five, six, seven different employments where you only been at that place for a few months. Now that is gonna give me an impression of that you're a short-term, short-term person in every place you go to. But if you have one or two of these employments and you have a bunch of other things the where you've been there for years this doesn't really matter it really doesn't it's not it doesn't become a red flag think of this as I mean if you dress up really nicely it doesn't matter so much if your shoes are a little bit worn but if all your clothes are really worn it's going to give you like a shitty impression if that makes sense it's the same thing here so if you have an opportunity to talk to a company that you really admire or so forth go and talk to them there's nothing there's no harm in doing that the one thing that i wrote back and i said that i think is worth knowing though is that whenever you're dealing with a consultancy you have to understand that the consultancies well they are working for another customer they're selling you to another customer and so the cons- the consultancy liking you is usually a fairly low bar i mean guys consultancies are usually I'm not saying always but they're usually open to like hire literally anybody who can produce something because it's it's uh, it's the, it equates to money. You are their product. And since you're their product, the more products they have, well, the more money they're going to make. So it doesn't really matter so much if they say yes. What matters most is that they say yes and that the company is going to hire you who actually is going to pay them to hire you well they're going to have to say yes as well and that's the thing that is most important and those companies have different requirements their clients have their needs, and usually they will look at your CV and they will look at references, things like that. So references are a good thing. So you have to think a little bit about how will you explain why you're moving and why you were there so sh- such a short time and so forth. And as long as you have a good explanation to that and they like everything else they see, it's going to be fine. But I wouldn't, I wouldn't quit my current job until I know that the consultancy has a project. Like they have to have something fairly. They, they would have to, you have to be fairly certain that that thing's gonna work out. And if you are, go for it. Now, the other thing that is happening here, which I think is very common, is that you have a problem with the co worker in code reviews. Now, this is, I would probably say, hands down, the most common reason why software developers have problems with each other. Uh, because that's the, that's, that is an issue and it's one of the this is honest to god it's one of the key things as to why companies are looking for social skills in their software developers because for a lot of software developers their code is like it's a personal thing almost and you're gonna face this a lot because fundamentally what it comes down to is that you want to express yourself through code in one way and your coworker wants to do it in another way and if you have a pe- very pedantic, and I've worked with these people, I've had boss and managers who are this way as well, where you're almost scared to submit something because they're so pedantic, and like they even get really emotional, and like they can get angry at things. It's uh, it's the way it is. I'm, unfortunately, some coworkers are going to be like that, and you have to decide for yourself whether or not you're. You're gonna stand for that stuff, or if you're gonna, um, I- how you're gonna deal with that? Because there's really no right answer here. Because these people, I mean, I'm assuming here that you've already talked to them and I kind of explained your position. And if they're not gonna, that doesn't mean that they're gonna change their behavior. And it's the same thing if you go and tell your manager, unless your manager has some way of getting rid of this person or like they prioritize something that is in your favor, they're not gonna go anywhere. Uh, but the thing that I think that's really important to know here is that you seem to feel a bit of stress over the fact that your coworker is doing a shitty job. And here's the thing. This is hard for, you, for a lot of people to because you of course feel like things are reflecting poorly on you. But here's the kicker. It's not your job to make everybody else better than they are. That's your manager's job. So in other words, if if you have, say if there are delays, if your manager comes to you and this is probably what's going on here, you probably feel stressed over the fact that you can't ship your code in time and that you have to patch things in and like all of this stuff, right? And I ask you, why do you feel stressed over that? My guess is that because you, as I was saying, I think that you feel that this is a reflection on you being a bad software developer. But here's here's the thing. When you get to be emotionally secure, if you are a secure software developer, you will figure out that actually it's not you who's doing a shitty job. It's your coworker. And the results are that you are being impacted. So in other words, if your manager wants to know why things are taking so long, you simply say, Well unfortunately the code review has taken it's a taking several hours or days or whatever, like, I don't know how long it takes. And just explain it as simply as that, because they have a process. And since you can't circumvent that process, this is how long it takes. It's that simple. And either your manager is gonna have to say is gonna go and try to fix it with your coworker and ask, why is it taking so long to do a code review? And you have to and then you have to have that discussion, or they're just gonna go, Oh, okay, well, continue as is, because they are the ones who are using the process, guys. They're the ones who created the process. Literally anything. If you go to a place of work and your manager goes, hey, we expect you to empty out the, uh, the dishwasher every morning. Well, then that's your job okay that's part of your description then I mean sure you could have done more work if you just didn't do that but they want you to do it so you do it so don't feel bad about it you you have you there's nothing going on right now that is in any way a reflection on that you are a poor software developer the problem isn't you the problem is the processes and the work that is being done as a group within the company and that is a very important distinction to understand it feels like you are the one who is like being bad or like that you have a something that is reflecting poorly on you and you have to let go of that because in every single company this might this this thing might happen and I think it's very important for you to understand that you can't micromanage or like control everybody around you all you can do is to do as well as you can given the circumstances that you are given and then decide if you're happy with those circumstances, or if you want to switch jobs, so what I want you to take away from this is number one, it's never like it never hurts to talk to other companies if you're unhappy at your current place of employment. So take a talk uh, with this consultancy and see where it leads. Remember though that consultancies are not just yes, because they say that they like you that is good, but it's not that that's not the end of the story. They have to have projects, they have to have something in in store that you can actually pick up and Get an employment a, at one of their clients' places uh, places of work, right? And that is usually down to CV. It's kind of the same. I mean, it's easier with consultants, but it's still you're still most likely going to be interviewed. They're still going to look at your CV, and they're going to look for references, like all this stuff. It's basically being you're you're basically hired twice. That is how the way you can look at it. And the second part is that code reviews are very normal uh, to be an area of dispute for software developers. So it's really important for you to understand that try to emotionally leave your code. If your coworker is like super pedantic with tiny nitty de- gritty details and so forth, you always have two options. Either you just talk to them or like you try to fix it and, and like just kind of leave it. Cause I, I mean, honest to God, if they have all these opinions, why do you care if they want you to use, I don't know, a ES5 function instead of an ES6 function, like an error, like to you, does it truly, truly matter? If, if this thing is, is going on, if it does, sure, deal with it. But in many cases, I mean, just do the job. Unless they're being like, just trying to uh, cause problems for you. And apart from that, remember, you are in a company where this is the way that they, they wor- do work. And if you have communicated that this coworker of yours is slowing you down due to everything taking longer in code reviews or so forth then you've done your job. It's not your job to to convince your company that this person here needs to be a better uh, co-worker or so forth. It is your manager's job to deal with that and if they don't want to fix that problem, then it's similar to most things in life. You might want a lot of things to be better than they are, but some things you can control and some things you can't control. The only thing that you can do is either learn to live with it and kind of just understand that this is not a reflection a bad reflection on you or move on and i think that uh, whichever you prefer is is the way to go but it's it's really good if you can get that emotional part in place and really get that it's a very good life lesson learn to understand to let learn that the thing that is making you feel bad right now the frustration and so forth might have a lot to do with your ego rather than anything else and work on that even if you decide that this is not for you. Have a great day!